millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, who's now back from holiday, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how you doing? I'm back, um, just as I went to say, I'm back. Um, a little burp uh, formed in my throat. I'd like to apologise to everybody uh, for returning from my holiday. Um, a little bit burpy, a little bit gassy, but uh, I ate a lot of great food, and now I'm back. <laughs> Do you feel rejuvenated? But- I do feel rejuvenated. It was very relaxing and it was nice uh, to hear um, the dulcet, um, more than dulcet tones of, uh, of Sharla, Charmander on the, uh, on the show last week. A uh, very, very able deputy, if not a deputy that exceeds anything I could bring to the table. So uh, thank you very much to uh, Sharla. She was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. We, it was good luck. We were both in Tokyo at the same time. Thought I'd, uh, hmm. I was like desperately wondering what to do. And uh, yeah, Charlotte was awesome. She's got so many weird ex- stories and experiences that uh, I can't even imagine, um, like she shared with us. And uh, if you haven't, if you missed those episodes, go back and have a listen, folks, because Charlotte certainly had some interesting experiences in the film industry in particular. Um, yeah, that uh, were pretty cool to hear. Um, and then, and then she absolutely mugged you off by posting a picture of you on Twitter, um, dressed <laughs> dressed yeah. for a fancy dress party. That was not good. Um, yes. <laughs> Some sort of she posted a photo of the time we met, and I'm dressed like uh, like a criminal. I look awful, and it's me with like a jacket with a lollipop stuck to it with eyeliner, and it's just mm. dreadful. Didn't didn't really nice. want that going in the public domain. I like it. Anyway, I like it. I I've just driven across Japan to Yamagata to see Natsuki, and do you remember? Oh. I think about a month ago, Pete, we were Natsuki and I were going to go to a little desert island and do a video, right? But the weather was rubbish, and mm. the boat got cancelled. We're doing it again. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, Island Adventure. Get oh, it. fantastic. What, what are your preparations? Have you brought um, Natsuki's pirate hat and pirate sword? Has he got all the things he needs? <laughs> he's got all his pirate equipment and he's got his metal Lovely. detector. He's brilliant. He's, um, he's not got a normal metal detector, like a good one where you like hold it and it's like you know, a big, long one. He's got a bloody... Metal detector use at an airport to detect metal on a person, <laughs> like a hand one. So he's got to kind of like um, he's got to kind of like kneel down and and detect metal like that. 
That is what's going to happen. That is the level. Oh, that bad. I, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad to see someone else in your life is just a terrible eBay, terrible orderer of uh, crap at Chinese electronics. Wonderful. It's Natsuki style. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how it's going to go. Um, the weather's looking nice, but I have been to this island, I think, once before, many years ago. And I remember I was violently seasick on the way because it's quite choppy, the Sea of Japan. Mm. And so I'm a little bit scared about that. And, you know, Natsuki's involved. You never know. Something might go spectacularly wrong along the way. But uh, I'm going to film it. And whatever goes down will be on the Abroad Japan channel sometime in the next three years when I edit it. Um, <laughs> now we turn our attention. To story of the week, let's see what we've got. It's a message from somebody who didn't write their name. Um, didn't write so, their so name. Gonna have to dig that out later on. But it says, "Hey, Donnie and Chris, long-time listener here with the story for my first visit to Japan. My wife and I had always wanted to visit Japan, but for one reason or another, we kept having to postpone. However, one day, my wife entered an international lottery to buy concert tickets for an artist called Ringo Shina, who I've never heard of." Uh, Ringo Shina. Is it Fiona Apple? Apple? Ringo means Apple, so could it be Fiona, it Fiona Apple? <laughs> <laughs> Apple Sheena. Um, yeah. And we we miraculously won the tickets. As we're both huge fans, we agreed we had to go. We bought our concert tickets under our translated Katakana names and also mm. booked our flights. Um, I mean, if you're using like a Japanese website, you have to write in Japanese characters a lot of the time, which can be a little bit tricky. Oh, no. um, Fast forward a bunch, and we're finally at Osaka Hall, and we attempt to go in with our tickets, only to find out that our English names translated into hiragana and katakana aren't valid. And since those are not our names, the tickets are not usable. We felt like complete trash. We flew all this way, only to be told we can't go in. So, as I'm trying to find another way in, my wife talks to another worker and uses the Gaijin foreigner card with a whole lot of charm and gets us in. Well, hey, Gaijin Yay. card. Um, the concert was absolutely amazing, and my, both my wife and I left feeling too jazzed up to sleep, so we decided to meet up some friends in Dotonbori, which is the place uh, where Pete and I saw the Nick, uh, the Glico Man. The Nico Man. Mm. Glico Man. Awesome dude. The Glico um, Man. <laughs> so my wife and I split up for this part. She went to a friend's Airbnb to hang, and I headed to the nearest convenience store to get some uh, hooch to bring to said Airbnb. While I was walking in Dortonbori, I made eye contact with this cute girl and realised I forgot my wallet. I walked back to my Airbnb, went into my room to find my wallet, and came out and saw that the same cute girl was taking her shoes off in the entrance. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Before I could even say anything, my wife walked in, looked at her, and scowled at me. Um, after a few seconds, I broke the silence with the ever-so-popular... I swear I don't know her, which in all fairness, she did not believe one bit. I won't bore you with all the details, but she ended up believing me because I was on a video call to her dad the entire time. Two life lessons to learn from this are, number one, always file your paperwork correctly, and number two, don't look at red light district, women in the eyes, unless that's what you're into. PSP, how are you not the face of Coolish? You're the reason my friends and I buy it. Good God. Damn right, that was... I'm amazed at the direction that story took. A sharp left turn. Yeah, just, just collecting um, uh, women, uh, 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 <laughs> women who are walking the streets, collecting them like lint. Uh, just someone just following you in, attracted by the, uh, the your your general pull, so to speak. <laughs> incredible, was really incredible, but pretty bold move on the part of the girl, wasn't it? Oh, he looked at oh, me. Wow. He must be a client now. I'll follow him <laughs> back to his place without a word. 
Listen, let that, it, it's probably in businessmen's, it's probably the art of the deal. It's probably in the art of the deal. Businessmen, if you look in my direction, I'm going to try and sell you something. Have a bit of that. <laughs> I don't doubt for a minute, but uh, well done. Mm. So be careful, ladies and gentlemen, next time you're in Osaka, don't look at anyone. Just keep your eyes down Watch on the ground yourself. and nothing will go wrong. Thank God he was talking to his wife's dad. Um, otherwise, yeah. that could have got pretty dicey. Um, I mean, well I would done. I would say that it's a, it's a pretty risky move if you are you know into that kind of thing, bringing someone in to, <laughs> to the room where your wife or partner is there. Wow, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I could see I could see why she might have got a little uh, put out by that particular situation. But yeah, incredible. Play the Gaijin card. I know nothing. Gaijin card. Good old Gaijin mm. card. I've got mm. I've got a video coming out soon where I talked about how I exploited the Gaijin card once. Um, deliberately, right? Um, a yeah. lot of people do it. You know, when you, basically, if you just can't speak Japanese, you can just get away with things by being like, "No, understand. No need to pay. I can not yeah. pay." Oh, do you remember? Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris two years ago, that orphanage though. So that's why. Uh, that's okay. Chris. <laughs> Chris played the guy. I didn't realize that you're not allowed to burn down orphanages here. Oh, <laughs> oh I, uh, it is the sort of thing I wouldn't do. But like I. <laughs> I uh, remember that, yeah, I remember two years ago, we were talked about that guy in Shinjuku Park who just didn't charge foreigners because he was scared yes, to charge foreigners. that's right, yes. And uh, the, 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 the uh, metropolitan government um, lost out on the best part of half a mil. It was, it was, it was, oh, it was over, over 100,000, certainly. Um, so you got no pension, or dollars. Incredible. Yeah, they took it out of his pension, which is a little callous, I think. Is that the Gaijin card or is that just Gaijin fear? Gaijin fear. Wow, that sounds like a John Woo film or something. Not John Woo, but you know what I mean. I'd watch that. Uh, the opening scene mm. is me burning down an orphanage and then doing a slow-motion backflip out a window. Um, <laughs> speak, I was gonna, speaking of slow-motion backflip, but it doesn't really tie into the new Japanese Prime Minister, does it, given he's 70-something Not years really. old? Not really. Yeah, no, he he would maybe be able to um, maybe dispatch a forward roll, but that's about it. Well, you say that, but Yoshihide Suga, the new prime minister of Japan, uh, Shinzo Abe's former right-hand man, he wakes up at about 5.30 every morning, apparently, and he does like 200 sit-ups or 200 press-ups. Wow. Let me have a look. Let me me double-check Has he showed his abs off? Has he ever showed Uh, his abs off? Has he ever sort of lifted his his shirt and went, look, the iron... (laughs) You've heard of the Iron Lady. Well, check out the steel abs of Yoshihide Suga. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to watch that. Oh, here it is. Suga, Yoshihide Suga has a daily fitness routine, which includes doing 100 sit-ups and 40 minutes of walking each morning and 100 sit-ups each night. Uh, that is more exercise than I think you and I put together, is it not? Hmm. I, that, that's more sit-ups than I've ever done in my life, really. It's, it's more times than I've ever sat up. I'm very much of a, la- a laying down kind of guy. 200 sit-ups then, a then, day. That is impressive. It's just, just incredible. He's 71. Incredible. Mm. But, um, well, I mean, it's an interesting character. Nobody really knew much about him, unless you're you know, living in Japan, you follow politics closely. He's the sort of guy that hides in the shadows. Um, he was... He's actually from a little town not too far from where I am in um, uh, Yuzawa in Akita Prefecture. It's about 90 minutes from here. And he's brought up on a strawberry farm. Um, so he's trying to connect with countryside, people that live in the countryside, because he lived there once. But I think from the age of like 20, he moved to Tokyo and he's never been back. 
Um, but uh, he's he's kind of been like the fixer for Shinzo Abe. Whenever Shinzo Abe needed something done, uh. he's like, Sugasan, get it done. He was like, all right. And he goes and does his press-ups and sit-ups, and then he gets it done. Um, but he mm. gets up at like... He's like a whip. He's like a whip. He's, yeah, he's like a whip. Uh, he's he's the man you want in the team. You want him there. But whether he's got the charisma to follow in Shinzo's footsteps remains to be seen. Apparently, he's not that bothered about the world outside Japan. Um, and credit where it's due to Shinzo Abe, he did do a good job building bridges with the outside world, given that he was in the job for the longest amount of time for any uh, Japanese prime minister. Um, so that's a little bit of a problem for old Yoshihide Suga, but uh, it remains mm. to be seen. But uh, he was pulling the strings behind the scenes, so maybe he'll do something good. Apparently he wants to well, emphasize tourism as well. He's kind of... Well, he seemed to be the sort of guy to kind of continue the Arbonomics. Obviously, he's, he's, mm. he was the enforcer but, um, under Arbe and uh, kind of business as usual until the party gets its kind of S in order to, to, to sort of um, to sort of come up with a, a, a genuine successor to, to Shinzo Abe, that inspirational leader that uh, they need. But this guy just sounds like he's um, he's the John Major to the um, Margaret Thatcher, the aforementioned Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> and Gordon he's also... Brown to the Tony Blair... <laughs> Oh God, that's that's never a good thing. I mean, uh, good old uh, Yoshihide Suga. He's got a cool nickname. They call him Uncle Reiwa because oh. he was the one that unveiled the name of the new imperial era, right? Because we got the new oh, emperor coming uh, last year. Mm. He was the one that uh, announced what the new era would be called, and uh, they called it Reiwa, Uncle Reiwa, like that. <laughs> Uncle Reiwa, okay. lovely old Uncle job. Reiwa. <laughs> better than Uncle Pete, isn't it? Bring on, bring on Uncle uh, Reiwa. No. <laughs> no, I think Uncle Pete's a good name. Uncle Pete. Um, but if I had an Uncle Pete, I know where I would take them. And that is our new new story. Um, an interesting development, an entire building. And to be honest, I, I take my hat off to anyone who's opened a bar or restaurant or anything during this ongoing nightmarish time. Yeah. But an entire building of restaurants and bars has opened in Tokyo, staffed by Japanese adult film actresses. Um, and it's called Sodland, S-O-D, land, Sodland. Are you excited about Sodland, Pete? <laughs> Sod is a, is it sort of byproduct of, oh, I don't, it's in, it's, it's a byproduct of industry, isn't it, Sod? Um, Sod, soft on demand. Well, well, the actual uh, company in question is called Soft on Demand, yeah. It's always a very amusing when you see uh, Japanese pornography and it's, uh, uh, in, and, and their big company is Sod. And, and and soft on demand. That, that's I mean, presumably that's the last thing you need if you're an adult uh, video uh, producer, but we won't go into that. Um, but yeah, soft on demand, the most prominent adult video production slash distribution company. Look, look they're nothing if not uh, interesting with their, uh, with their titles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose, what does sod actually mean? Just seems like sod. I think so, sod's like kind of. Person. I want to say it's like ash, old ash, or something like that. It's like it, I, I'm fairly certain it's like uh, it's like a byproduct of, of 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 cooking something or burning something. I think that's the case. Anyway, and obviously uh, also the uh, oh, it's, thing, it's surface but... on the ground. It's it's like turf effectively. Underneath the sod was a layer of uh, yeah. It's it's basically soil effectively. The surface of the ground. <laughs> it sounds like a theme park that's best avoided. Pete Donaldson mm. sodland, load of turf. Mm. In five, spread across five floors. But the good sod land, Indeed. opening in uh, Kabukicho in, um, in Shinjuku, it's got five floors, right? And each floor they've got something going on, like uh, they've got like the newcomer 
adult film actress floor where you'll find uh, sod, fresh-faced female employees. Um, <laughs> it all sounds a bit dodgy. Good Lord. Um, but there's a, the idea is you can sort of get to know people that work in the film industry, the adult film actress industry and whatnot. Mm. Um, there's a silent bar where sod actresses clad. <laughs> I want to I stop saying the word sod. I hate that word. Sod mm. actresses clad in swimwear, uh, mixed drinks for customers behind a one-way mirror, and private conversation between patrons is strictly prohibited in order to allow them to quietly contemplate the view. That sounds a bit shady, does it not, Pete? Um, no, I would argue that all of this sounds very shady. It's uh, it's all of it's just. But then you know that the whole kind of like um, the idol business in in in, in Japan. Obviously, um, some you know the, the sad blocks who throw a lot of money at, at, uh, at <laughs> people, at actors and actors actresses. It's just a bit. Uh, it's all very unedifying. But look, if you think you can you can open a, a five floor um, business of any kind under the specter of uh of covid and, and a worldwide pandemic good luck to you i say good luck to you it's sex a bold work, move. sex workers work yeah fair point yeah absolutely and um i mean this place old sodland opens october 10th cost 500 yen to go in per 30 minutes um and then you can obviously have to pay for food and drink and whatnot but yeah, i don't know it could be a good place to just chat with people it's not too much it's not too different from a hostess bar really is it or a um, just yeah. a kind of a standard hostess bar where you sit down, have women pour your drinks, or guys if you go to a host host club. Um, mm. I don't know. I'm, I've never really wrapped my head around it. It's an aspect of the culture that's very different from the UK. Um, we, yeah, I mean, it's difficult though in Japan to go up to people in a bar and start talking to them. So I see why it's a thing, but um, I don't know. What, are you going to go to Sodland Peak next time you're over? Five floors of well, excitement. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't really know who the leading lights of that particular industry are. So, um, I, I'd like. What would be the point, really? <laughs> like, what can go on? I don't. I don't know who you are. Don't know I, who you are. And I'm, I'm not you? protesting so much. It's just. I just. I'm just not. You know. Not a massive consumer of it. <laughs> I'm. I oh know. I'm dragging you, kicking and streaming, kicking and screaming to Sodland. Did I tell you? <laughs> I. I think like two or three years ago, I had a Japanese porn actress like email me about doing a like a collaboration like appearing on the channel and having me oh, right yeah well, i turned it down well i mean i didn't that might I, have been quite interesting i mean i, I remember her name i won't say it just because probably i don't know it might, first, might not be a good idea first question first question will very much be about the pixels what's that about then <laughs> what's going on, How do you down get there? Them on? but like <laughs> i don't know what i would have said and like i don't know if it would have been a a good image for the channel i was a bit on the fence because mm. i was working with the um like the you Japanese do look like a confirmed, confirmed pervert as well, yeah. So you do look like a pervert. So <laughs> it's terrible. Just, look. Just, I mean, what would you even call the video? Oh, I spent the day with a Japanese porn actress. Could be yeah. quite interesting to be um, fair. Oh, oh I mean that. Look, come on. We know what the big hitters are on people's uh, Japan channels, and we know for a fact it's that true. one would absolutely kill. <laughs> it would be the most popular Billion video. Views. Come on. Yeah, it would have been silly views. It would have classic. But yeah. just the idea of me sitting on a sofa with a Japanese porn actress being like, "So, do you?" Do you like doing that? Then I, I, I don't mm. know how I'd have done it. It would have been beyond me. I, I would have liked it. I would have liked to have seen the rushes. I'd like to have seen your little little red face getting all embarrassed and all head up. <laughs> <laughs> I need another coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what is sex? <laughs> yeah, it would have been awful. It'd been, really, <laughs> it'd been bad. kissing and cuddling. Is that what that's all about? Kissing and cuddling. <laughs> what? Well, I do. I sound like that. That is not my accent. You do. Is that your Pete you do. Donaldson impression of me? Um, <laughs> there you go. Sodland, get down there yeah. next time when Japan finally opens, ladies and gentlemen. Get to Sodland. 
five floors, chat to the hostesses as they pour your drinks, get to know them. Um, I'm sure they're lovely. I'm sure they're nice. Um, get sodded. Get sodded. Get sodded at Sodland. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realize that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. In 2020, self-care can seem like yet another overwhelming job for women. Every week, we test out a new kind of self-care so you don't have to. Firstly, can we just clarify how we pronounce it? Kombucha? Kombucha. Yeah. Ah, kombucha. Kombucha. Self-care club. Wellness road tested. So that was the first yeah. day. You know, it was just the not slipping into the complete default mode of what I normally do, which is have a go at my husband for what he hasn't done. And, you know, all of that stuff, I kind of stopped. Okay, so it was more the absence of meanness rather than the projection (laughs) of kindness at this initial 
point. Yes. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. This week, we are testing out menstrual cups. How are you feeling? Dreading it. I know that you love to give a practice that's all about down below. I'm not interested. I've never even really thought about it since before I met you. You've that- never thought about your vagina until you met me. It doesn't get a lot of air. <laughs> doesn't get a lot of air time. No, it doesn't. The Self Care Club is a Stakhanov production. And with that, we turn our attention to the fax machine. What have we got this week of the fax machine, Mr. Donaldson? Oh, we got a message from Eddie from California, currently in Korea, waiting to travel back to Japan. Oh, Eddie. Eddie's in a holding pattern a few miles off the coast. Um, hi, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Love the podcast. In fact, I downgraded it from love to enjoy in my head. That's how much of a uh, kind of pessimist I am. Um, I have a rare story of uncleanliness in Japan. Now, I have to preface this with, number one, I've worked in fast food and understand the stresses of being a young person in that workplace. And number two, I've been in the military for about 14 years. Eddie, you sound like you're seeing some stuff on both sides of that particular coin. Um, so I was in a McDonald's in Sapporo in uh, January 2020 because I wanted to try the Texas burger and the vanilla cream pie. Um, <laughs> speaking of previous subject, uh, as I was enjoying my food uh, at work, it went to take the uh, trash out. As he did so, a huge rat uh, ran behind the uh, trash can booth and into the cleaning supply closet. No one else noticed except for me. I made eye contact with the worker who had a look of surprise and fear. I simply shrugged and kept eating. A few minutes later, he came up to another, came up with another worker and took care of it quietly. We made uh, eye contact again and we had that silent kind of uh, silent bro moment and nodded to each other in appreciation of not making a big deal out of it. Thanks for the podcast and videos. Um, my last few trips have been purely uh, following Chris's travels in Sendai and Aomori, um, uh, missing the uh, Hachinohe market twice because I missed the closed dates, among others. Keep Aww. it up, Eddie from California. So um, basically he was in some kind of conspiratorial um, fervor with, with a fast food worker. <laughs> Very exciting. Did you spot the rat? I saw the rat too. I mean, <laughs> God, I think I... I th- I don't know if I was with you once, but I'm, I'm in, I remember I was in Shibuya just waiting for someone by a vending machine and I was looking at my phone and I saw like a cat out the corner of my eye and it ran uh, like towards me and over my foot and I was like, oh, it was a big cat. And as I looked down, I realized it was a gigantic rat with like a, a, a tail that was like a foot long and it was awful. Oh, they're incredible. And they're they're, they're the center of town. They're massive. Shibuya, Shibuya is, is where I've seen the biggest rat I've ever seen in my life. It was, it was in a Campari. Mm. It was outside a Campari bar because I like Campari. You know, I'm obsessed with it. And there was a big bottle of Campari in a in a in a, in a bar just in the what's that basketball street? I always forget which, which what it is. Uh, just off the <coughs> just off the crossing. Uh, yeah, and a big rat ran out of the Campari bar, and it was oh, flipping gigantic. It was almost to the point of looking like it was a Jim Henson creature. It was that huge. It was incredible. Incredible. If you like rats and you're a rat enthusiast, please just go to Shibuya, buy the station, mm. round the alleyways. Honestly, you will You'll see, see a staggering amount of rats, particularly after like 11 p.m. when it dies down, the rats come out to play. Yeah. And it's pretty unpleasant. Yeah. Um, we've got one here from Wesley. It says, hi, Chris and Pete. My name is Wesley and I'm a university student in Oklahoma. I was supposed to study abroad in Osaka for a year starting in August, but due to the virus, it looks more likely to be starting in January. I had many fun ideas planned for the hot weather the week I arrived, but now I'm trying to find activities to do during the intense cold weather. What are some good activities to do in Japan during the winter time? Thank you so much for the podcast and I've been a long-time fan of the channel as well. Keep it up, guys. All the best, Wesley. Um, Sodland. Sodland will be nice and warm in, in the winter months, mm. Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sodland. Um, 
get to some hot springs. Like um, all of North Japan is just snowy and cold in winter, but it's amazing to just go to a nice traditional Japanese inn um, and have a nice dinner and then sit in a hot spring outdoors with the snow falling around you. And you can pretty much do that in any hot spring resort in North Japan or in the Japanese Alps around Tokyo. Um, So yeah, onsen, that would get my vote. And of course, skiing. Japan's got some of the best skiing in the world. Very powdery snow um, in places like Nagano or in uh, Niseko or in uh, Yamagata. Yeah, so skiing, sodland and and onsen. Hot springs. What about you, Pete? Skiing Yeah, I would just just get yourself a nice big coat, um, get yourself a nice hot coffee and just have a little stroll. Nice big, you can buy snoods from um, the 7-Elevens in a lot of places, which is very exciting. Scarves, get yourself a Uniqlo scarf, nice thick one, and just go for a stroll. Lovely old job. Lovely old job. Very picturesque. Take some pictures. Beautiful. I mean, you can you can pretty much do that anywhere, though, can't you, Pete? <laughs> right, mate. Well, just try to you know, suggest something more wholesome than going to a, a, a house of ill repute, so to speak, all right? Pete's Cheap Holidays. I mean, that could be a new YouTube channel. <laughs> Pete's like, reasonably priced yeah. holidays. Get yourself a big coat. If you haven't got a coat, just use an old blanket. <laughs> Sit on Google Street View and enjoy a free holiday in your duvet. Um, <laughs> we got one here from Jenny in London. He says, hi, Chris and Pete. Question for Chris. Do you do your own translation for your YouTube channel or do you get assistance? Thanks for keeping us entertained during these trying times, Jenny in London. Mm. I, um, I, It's quite cool. Like YouTube had this amazing feature up until this month where people, viewers that wanted to translate the video into their own language would just do it just of their own accord. You know, I had like mm. viewers in France, Spain, Germany who – like the videos so much that they actually subtitled them just just for fun. And um, nice. but YouTube has open removed to abuse. that feature. <laughs> well, they yeah open they to said abuse, that, Chris. they said it's open to abuse, but it's not. I've I don't think I've ever had anyone do anything dodgy. And you can check it right. Mm. You can kind of check it and um, yeah. do this auto translate feature to tra- to check that there's nothing weird going on. But yeah, it's a real shame. YouTube got rid of it. That so you can't do that now. So it's just going to be broad in Japan and English at best. So and they got rid of it. Because YouTube realised they can monetize it by having it, so now you have to pay like some sort of monthly fee for some third-party software for people to come in and do it, and it's just like, oh, okay, so nobody's going to do it anymore. That's a shame. Well, I mean, it has, it has to be, but but I mean, presumably it has to be. Um, I mean, presumably you're in a situation where presumably it has to be a really really good um, translation. So if, if, if they're mm. kind of it, 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 like, if you're, if you're paying good money for, you know, their, uh, module to run its digital mm. eyes over your, uh, over your output and produce, um, subtitles, presumably you're looking for it to be a really, really good level. So, you know, maybe it is a good service, maybe it's not, but I would, I would mistrust any AI version of, um, Google translate to translate the, um, the, the Jap- like English into Japanese, for example, or English into mm. Chinese. Cause obviously it's very nuanced, isn't it? Like there's a difference between localization and translation, isn't there? So yeah, interesting that they're offering that, uh, that particular product when I would posit that it possibly isn't as good as, uh, as it could be compared well, I mean, to, you, you know, should... users doing it. YouTube just saw a way of making more money, really. They're kind of looking at ways right. to monetize the platform more desperately recently, and that is one right. way to do it. But I think it was a really silly move, one of the stupidest things YouTube's done in a long time. But, um, I mean, we do have uh, some of Riotro's 
staff actually translate the videos into Japanese from time to time as well, so we can get Japanese mm. viewers watching. But uh, yeah, uh. that's how I've done it. Um, keep the stories, comments, questions coming into Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back in the next few days. Now Pete's back. He's back again to go all over and do more podcasts, back from his <laughs> holiday, rejuvenated with a tan. Awesome. Yeah. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be in the big wide world, Gonna cut off Pete. What do you want to say, Pete? Say something. Say something. I, you, you said it a little bit like Eminem. Guess who's back? Back. Guess again. who's back with a brand new rap? Pete Donaldson. Yeah. <laughs> All those things. All of those things. <laughs> awesome, guys. But for now, take care, and we'll see you in the next few days. Have a good one. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.